If you're happy with the same old ways of dating, if you enjoy sucking at communication, and you have no desire to improve your romantic life, then our podcast might not be for you. But you want some out-of-the-box ideas to deepen your current relationships, broaden your sexual horizons, develop a better understanding of yourself, or learn more about non-monogamy, then you've come to the right place. I'm Jace. I'm Emily. And I'm Dedeker. And this is the Multi-Amory Podcast. On this episode of the Multi-Amory Podcast, we are talking about the Triforce of Communication. This is something that we just invented. Well, okay, we didn't totally invent it ourselves. It's based off of some things from some other very smart people that have come up with this. But we have named it the Triforce of Communication, which is an amazing title Dedeker came up with. Uh, And this is basically about when you communicate with someone... What are your reasons for doing it? And and because of that, you know, what is it that you want to get back from that and how important this is in terms of having good communication? And when these things are mismatched, if the person receiving the communication thinks you want something different than what your actual goal for this communication is, that can lead to frustration and, you know, anxiety and disappointment and things like that. So that's what we're talking about, the Triforce of Communication. Yeah, Jace, you want to come with me into this forest to try to find the Triforce of Communication? Let's go. Yeah, totally. By your choice of Zelda song, actually, like, I think I can tell that you're a little bit younger than I am. I feel like that song wasn't introduced until the Zelda repertoire until slightly later in the Zelda. Until I think it was an Ocarina of Time, right? Was it Ocarina of Time when that one was introduced? I think so. I'm not sure. We're going to get like so many angry like Twitter followers on. I hope so. No, actually, this is fucking idiots. Of all the things that people write angrily to us about, this is one that I'm like, yes, please, like, set me straight. That's so true. I actually would love it if people wrote to us angrily about video game references. Right. I want to learn. I'm Jace. I'm Dedeker. So, you guys, to explain to you what the Triforce of Communication is, we originally kind of crafted this based on. Uh, a talk given by Kathy Labriola. Now, if you guys don't know who Kathy is, she's been on our show before. We interviewed her a couple episodes back. Um, she's a poly-friendly therapist and counselor and hypnotherapist who works out of the Bay Area. And she puts together this fantastic course on communication. And one of the first parts of her course, she breaks down specifically five goals of communication. And, and, and this is also, this course is, this hour-long talk is available on her website, and we'll link that in our show notes. You guys can watch this mm-hmm. video for yourselves if you want. Sorry, go yeah. on. So so she does a fantastic job of breaking this down, but of course we listened to it and we thought we can do an even more fantastic job <laughs> and make it into something not only better, but also nerdier. And hence, that's why we are presenting to you the Triforce of Communication. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely so nerdy. The reason why it's important to know this, as Jace was talking about in the intro, is that if you have a mismatched goal when you're trying to communicate with somebody, it can lead to frustration. It can lead you, you know, to not getting what it is that you want out of the communication. And as we all know, when there's a breakdown in communication, it just makes things much more difficult for everybody. You know, good relationships are built on 
healthy communication and communication that is effective. So with that said, do you want to just kind of jump into it? Take us into it here? Um, yeah, sure. Let's let's go into it. So basically what this is, is breaking down communication between yourself and somebody else. And this could be a friend. It could be a partner. Uh, it could be a family member. It could be whoever. This is This is just communication in general. And we've narrowed this down into three, thus the Triforce of communication, uh, into three different purposes for communication. And because of those three different purposes, each one has a different type of response that you want to get from that communication to, you know, to feel like you effectively had that type of communication, I guess is the way to say it. So to start off at the beginning, the first one is to either create intimacy or to tell a story, uh, which is, you know, telling a story is kind of a way of creating connection with someone else. I think when you say the word intimacy, it like implies a romantic relationship, but that's, mm-hmm. that's not necessarily true. This is just mm-hmm. intimacy in general. This could be intimacy with a friend or a family member, but it's really about connection. Right. Yeah. So this is, you know, telling a story is obvious. Uh, we, in preparing this episode, had multiple asides where it was like, hey, can I just tell you a story? <laughs> we went a little overboard with practicing this Triforce of Communication in preparing for this episode. Uh, but, you know, telling a story is just, hey, I'm going to tell you this thing that happened to me. And I want to create a connection. And so the way I want to do that is for you to listen and, and acknowledge that story and kind of reply you know oh wow that's interesting oh, i hear that that's that's cool um maybe share some of your own stories that that inspires right it's, it's about that it's about just creating connection it's it's you know some people could say it's purposeless communication which i think is actually a mistake that when people think of this type of communication as not having a purpose its purpose is this it's creating connection mm-hmm. creating intimacy sharing yourself and and hoping to get that in return right yeah and i mean and and like we mentioned you know this is not limited just to your romantic relationships where you can create intimacy mm-hmm. you know if you like go out on a lunch date with a friend you haven't seen in years and like you guys are playing catch up like you know the purpose yeah. of that is just yeah. again to like to forge that connection to rebuild your intimacy as friends um so like there may not be you know, a specific purpose behind it other than just that of just kind of forging this connection. Mm -hmm. So like, aside from telling stories, I was trying to think what would be some other examples of creating intimacy through, through communication. That's not just telling a story, Um, you know, and it would be things kind of like just expressing just even the simple things, just how are you doing right now? Like, oh, well, this is kind of what's been going on for me. Like, this is what's going on for me. It's kind of not like you're not looking for sympathy. You're not looking for advice. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of like, hey, this is what my world is like right now. Uh, Do you have any other other examples that come to mind? I mean, it could be very surface level things. It could be something like, hey, oh my goodness, like, I just saw this movie that I think you'd really like. Let me tell you about it. Sure, yeah. Or something that's a little bit deeper of like, I have this particular kink that I would love to explore with you. Like, let's talk about it. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, or things like, you know what? (laughs) Like, I'm really into this particular philosopher's thinking. Like, let me share that with you and like kind of teach you about it. We can talk about this philosophy. Um, Yeah, sure. You know, 
they tend to these these tend to be kind of also in the realm of like first date conversations. You know, when you're first getting to know somebody, you know, the conversation that you have on the first date is that is building intimacy. Yeah, right. It's just offering things about yourself and hoping for things in return to kind of find those connections and learn a little bit more about how each other work. Yeah, that's a great mm-hmm. way to put that. I hadn't thought about it that way, but this is definitely Yeah. The communication you have on a first date definitely falls into this category number one, which is creating intimacy, telling a story, or I'll add creating a connection mm-hmm. is also mm-hmm. part of this. Okay. So the second goal, the second goal of communication in our Triforce of Communication is either asking somebody for support or acknowledgement or offering support and acknowledgement to someone else. So, you know, this is things like your partner asks you, how's your day? And you say like, oh, gosh, like, actually, I had a really difficult day. You know, this happened and this happened and that happened. And maybe you're just seeking like some sympathy or maybe you're seeking your partner to come over and hug you and just tell you, hey, it's going to be OK. Mm-hmm. You know, or for your partner to say, like, you know what? Like, you sound like you you actually tried really hard today and like, that's OK. Um, or obviously on the flip side of that, if you sense that your partner is having a difficult time or maybe your partner accomplished something, that this kind of communication can be you coming to your partner and saying like, hey, wow, like, I'm so glad that you did this for me. Like, thank you so much. Or, oh, my goodness, like, um, you know, like you accomplished something so great and I'm so proud of you. So mm-hmm. it's it's kind of this like more interconnected, like helping and supporting kind of communication. Can you think of any other examples? Yeah, I mean, this is this is very a very uh, 21st century example, but it's kind of the like, hey, I saw on Facebook that you were having a rough day today. <laughs> like, so I want to let you know, like, I, I think you're you're so great, and you know that I don't think that you're, you know, whatever. Maybe they had a you read on Facebook that that you know one of their coworkers thought they were insensitive or something, and it's you know to come mm-hmm. to them and be like, I always I feel like you're always so so sensitive and that must be really hard for you to get that kind of criticism i know you take that seriously you know hope you're doing okay like are you okay is there anything i can do kind of that like offering that support and that acknowledgement of what they're going through um or i guess on the flip side to go all social media about it is you know (laughs) wow i saw your post about wherever like that place you are is amazing like that that view is incredible or like wow what a you took such a good photo or you know that's an amazing project that you did if they posted a project that they finished or something like that mm-hmm. uh yeah i'd say those are kind of examples that, that come to mind mm-hmm. uh and then and then the third part of the triforce of communication uh is when you're trying to make a decision or solve a problem or to impart or receive information. So basically for making a decision, this could be that I'm trying to make a decision and I'm looking for your help in making that decision, or it could be that we need to make a decision together. Same with solving a problem. Maybe I'm trying to solve a problem and I want your advice, or I want the two of us together to solve a problem. Uh, And then imparting information, it could be like, hey, I have some information, I just need to make sure that you receive or or hey i need there's some information that i need right like yeah. hey can and you and so then this can this? be all very pragmatic very practical you know mm-hmm. it, it could be anything from just like hey i just want to let you know when you're at the grocery store get us some milk cuz we're out of milk you know very neutral very straightforward mm-hmm. or something more like 
hey, like, we need to decide um, if this is the house we want to buy. Um, <laughs> yeah, so let's, big decision, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it could be a very big decision. Or it could just be like, hey, let's talk about where we want to go for dinner tonight. Um, sure. You know, very straightforward, very practical, very solution-oriented. Mm-hmm. And I just want to give the disclaimer that these may seem super, super obvious. <laughs> um, right, yes. You know, it's already super obvious. Like, if we're just like, yeah, you guys, good communication is the key to a good relationship. It's like, well, freaking duh. Like, of course it is. Yeah. But the thing is that, like, for as much as we all can acknowledge that, we're still so bad at it sometimes. Right. (laughs) Um, And and that's that's something we're going to get into in the second half of this episode, for sure. We're going to kind of go through some more specific examples of those uh, and some techniques for how to improve this communication. But yeah, I mean, we've all had that time where I come to someone because, you know, I'm looking for support and sympathy and I tell them the story of what happened and their response is like, well, what if you had done this instead? Or like, well, maybe you should have done this or like maybe this thing, you know, they're giving me suggestions. I'm just, it makes me feel like, oh, so you're telling me I fucked up and I did it wrong. Mm, Right. That it's, they, they thought I was looking for number three. For trying mm-hmm. to solve a problem. And I was really looking for support and acknowledgement. And because they gave mm-hmm. me the wrong thing, not only was it just like, well, no, that's not what I wanted, which seems benign. But it's like, no, I actually mm-hmm. felt attacked by what you said. Because mm-hmm. now I feel like you're blaming me for this thing that I just wanted sympathy about and understanding about. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, on the other side, you could be just as frustrated if you come with to someone with that same thing because you're like, how can I fix this so it doesn't happen again? And they're just like, man, that's really hard. Like, I feel like you did everything you could. And you're like, well, that's not helpful. And then you're just frustrated, <laughs> right? That uh-huh. it seems so simple, but it's so often that those those two scenarios specifically, I think, happen a lot where you're looking yeah, for the one and, and you get the other. Definitely. Um, and I mean, this could happen in like normal day to day conversation. I think this frequently happens in the midst of arguments. Um, sure. You know, when you're, yeah, yeah especially or when you're trying to get out of an argument. argument. I think this or could starts even start an argument. An exactly. Argument. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because you might be in the middle of an argument and, and you're trying to explain to your partner wanting support and acknowledgement to be like, mm-hmm. you know what? Like, this thing happened and it made me feel really upset or I felt mm-hmm. really insecure. Or I felt really jealous. And like, what you want is for your partner to be like, like, Oh my goodness. Like, I didn't mean, mean to make you feel that way. Like, it's okay. Like, but I understand how you could feel that way. Like, let me come here and comfort you and it's going to be okay. But your partner hops straight to like, okay, well, what's the solution? Like, how can we fix it? How can we prevent it from happening next time? Right. And that's not to say that your partner's doing something bad by doing mm-hmm. that. You know, if anything, it's good that they're showing that they do want to fix it. However, if that's not what you're looking for in that particular moment, it can kind of make things go even further down the toilet rather than pulling you guys out of the pit. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, there's also, we were trying to distinguish earlier the difference between number one, which is about creating intimacy and telling a story, versus number two, asking for support and acknowledgement. Uh, and an example of that is... If you're sharing with your partner a story about something traumatic that happened to you, or maybe something really formative that happened to you in your life, if what you're looking for is creating a connection, then the response that you want from that is the like, oh, you know, wow, you know, maybe maybe that was really hard, or oh, that sounds really triumphant, or whatever it is. But that's thank you for sharing that. Like, I really feel like I understand you a lot better. Like, thank you for opening up. 
that's the response if the goal is creating intimacy and connection. But if the goal was, I'm sharing this story because I need support about this and I need acknowledgement about it, your response is going to be a little different. It's going to be, wow, gosh, like, I, I can't even imagine how hard that must have been for you. You know, are you okay? Like, how, how can I support you with that? Like, I think you're amazing. Mm-hmm. Or, um, you know, wow, that's, that's amazing that you accomplished that thing. That's so cool. Like, that I, you know, that really makes you the person that you are like, and that's what I think is so awesome about you too, right? It's very different from kind of the acknowledgement of like, wow, you let me into yourself to connect with you mm. versus, mm-hmm. yo, you told me a thing. So I'm offering you sympathy or my condolences mm. or, or congratulations, it. something like that. Got it. So I kind of want to pull out number three of the Triforce right now mm-hmm. to help me make a decision. Can you can you help me do that? Okay. So the goal of our communication right now is to make a decision. Um, Okay. Is so is it time for us to go and talk about our Patreon members? (laughs) I'm trying to decide. Okay. Is it time? Um thank you. I thank you for letting me know that you were trying to make a decision because I also think that that's about that time that we should talk about our patrons. Um so (laughs) if you agree to that, should we do that now? Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Let's do that. Great. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. For a long time now, we've been fans of adamandeve.com for getting sex toys or lingerie or accessories, things like that. It's just a fantastic resource with a huge selection. And now, not only do we have a fantastic offer, but we also have a promo code that will work on adammail.com and evestoys.com, which are their site specifically for LGBTQ audiences. And our code is fantastic. It's 50% off of almost any item in the store, and free discreet shipping when you use our code MULTI. Yes, we love adamandeve.com and have for years. They are our oldest and longest sponsor, and they just keep on giving great gifts to us and to our listeners. You can bring more pleasure and satisfaction into your bedroom by going to adamandeve.com, adammail.com, or evestoys.com and select any one item. It can be you know, an adventurous new toy or anything you desire, something fun, something sexy, whatever sounds good. So just enter offer code multi at checkout and you'll get 50% off almost any item plus free shipping. That's multi M-U-L-T-I at adamandeve.com, adammail.com or evestoys.com. This is an exclusive offer that is specific to this podcast and it's better than any offer that is currently available on their site. So again, use code multi to get you not just the 50% discount, but also the 100% free shipping. Code M-U-L-T-I. Time to get back into it. Okay, so I think we're all familiar with the very old stereotype about how different genders communicate differently. Mm. The one that most people are familiar with is that, you know, women talk and that they that they tend to be seeking the support or the acknowledgement. You know, that like when women talk and they're venting or they're sharing a problem that it's, you know, I just want my partner to listen and support me. 
and that when men talk or when men listen, they seek to solve a problem. And so supposedly that's kind of the age-old communication breakdown is that the woman's like, no, I just want you to listen. I don't want you to fix it. And that the man is like, what will I need to be a man and like try to fix things and try to do something? So supposedly that's how it all goes. And like, I mean, I have personally experienced that happened to me several times. However, just as many times, (laughs) both of us have experienced the total gender flipped version of it. And to be honest, most men that are with me, Dedeker, will experience (laughs) the gender flipped version of this. Uh Because as I've uncovered over the course of my life, when someone's expressing negative emotions or if someone's upset or someone's having a hard time, my knee-jerk reaction is solve the problem. It's okay, immediately, let's find a solution, let's fix it, let's get it under control, and let's fix it. And so that's, you know, even though that's not the stereotypical feminine thing to do, that's definitely where I come from. And, like, that's something that Jace and I personally have had to work through as well. It's something I've had to work through in my relationships with my other male partners. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. These things are not actually gendered at all. Um, yeah, that, that that men or women could want any one of these different reasons for communicating and could want that type of response. Um, you know, this is something that, you know, was first introduced to me by my mom when I was like a teenager was when she first sort of presented to me this idea of men communicating, wanting to fix things and women communicating just because they want acknowledgement. Um, and it took me a number of years after that to finally like remove the gender part of it, but Mm. it did. I am really grateful for it because it gave me this great insight into that. There could be different reasons for communicating. Um, Mm. And that's something that's actually served me very well uh, in my life after that is just kind of having that knowledge, Uh, um, you know, which, and, and not, this is no fault of her own, that she looked at it from a gendered point of view, because at the time, you know, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Like that's the relationship advice that was out there. There wasn't a lot of, of other stuff. It was that type of, that type of advice that's very focused on gender. Mm. Um, So we wanted to go through some examples of different, of, of something that a person could say to you and they could mean, a different, you know, they could be looking for a different type of communication goal, and you don't necessarily know just by what they're saying, right? So, yeah, yeah. You took the words right out of my okay. mouth. Um, right. <laughs> that's how good our communication is now. Oh wow, it's just like this... now we mind melded. Yeah, shit. <laughs> okay, so for instance, let's say Jace. That I come home uh-huh. and I'm like, you know what? My annual review is coming up at work and I think I really want to tell them that I want to become a supervisor in my department. So just for me saying that, can you even guess what it is that I might be looking for from you? Oh, geez. Uh, <laughs> uh, based on your tone of voice, I would guess that what you were looking for right now was acknowledgement and support. Being like, wow, uh-huh, that's uh-huh. that's great. Uh, you know, I think you could definitely do that if you want to do that. That would be my guess if I had to guess. Okay. I mean, so certainly that is a possibility because I could be coming to you and all I want is for you to like be encouraging, be like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know what? Totally. I think you can do that. Like, you know, you shouldn't feel nervous about that. You should feel confident about that. Great. 
But that might not be the case. I could be coming to you just purely to create intimacy. Maybe like I already feel quite confident about it. And I just mm-hmm. want to let you know, you know what? I think I'm going to do this. Um, yeah, maybe you want you know, me to be like, wow, that's is- awesome. Like, I'm glad to know that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Maybe just letting you kind of see into my life, see a slice of my life, let you know what's going on in my work life, and just mm-hmm. kind of creating a closer connection with you. Mm-hmm. However, it could be the third part of the Triforce. I could be coming to you because I'm trying to make a decision about whether or not I should tell them that. Or I'm trying to ask you, like, I'm or trying to figure out how, how to tell I? them Yeah, that. exactly. 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 Yeah. And so if I come to you and I'm like, you know, I really want to brainstorm on ways to figure out, like, how I should approach the people at my work about becoming a supervisor, and all you come to me with is just like, yeah, baby, like, it'll be great. Like, you know, you should be confident. I think you deserve it. I think you're ready for it. Right. Like, that's not helping me solve my problem. And so, mm-hmm. you know, even though this is a, a communication about like a positive subject, there can still be a breakdown in communication. Yeah, absolutely. Right. That this, these are not all about negative things that are happening. It's just, you know, mm-hmm. if, and this is something that could be, depending on the context, if I misinterpreted what you were looking for and didn't ask for clarification and you didn't give it to me then it might just lead to a little bit of like uh like a little bit of frustration or a little bit of annoyance or maybe we would eventually get to the thing that you wanted so this might be a fairly low stakes example um but this could also be something maybe we have a history of this mm. type of conversation about your work being an issue that that leads to upset conversations, maybe because of this type of communication in the past, like this type of miscommunication mm. in the past, mm-hmm. that uh, maybe this is a sore subject. Then this is something mm-hmm. we want to take mm-hmm. extra care about making sure that we both have the same communication goal for this. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to jump ahead a little bit and then we're going to come back. Um, sure. But basically there's a couple ways that you can go about this. Um, one approach is one that... Um, you know, say you're the one listening to this and the person you're communicating with has not listened to this episode. So they don't know this, this idea of the Triforce communication. Something that you can do is to try to ask them in the most, you know, supportive and positive way possible what it is that they're looking for. So uh, the, the way that I do this, and this is something that when I mentioned this to Dedeker, she was like, oh, yeah. You have done that with me before. <laughs> Where if someone shares something like this, I might start to answer or be thinking about an answer and and kind of pause and be like, "So, what? Well, you know, what is it that you're you're looking for right now? Like, how can I best support you? Are you looking for you know support and encouragement, or do you want to like break this down and look at this together and try to come up with a solution?" Um, Those are the two that I tend to go to first of like, is it this or this? Um, And then, you know, even if someone came to you just looking for support and when you ask that question, they're like, well, I guess we could like break it down and maybe that would be helpful for me because maybe they didn't know specifically what they wanted when they came in. Um, Then they at least feel like they're the one asking for it. And you're not just giving unsolicited advice, which is what happens if someone's looking for support and you give them advice and start to like break it down. That's like, well, I didn't ask you. That's not what I was looking for. Yes. So I would build on that by saying that, you know, so maybe you do come to your partner and you do ask, you kind of straight up ask them what their goal is. Like, well, do you want me to give you advice? Do you want me to just listen to you? 
Um, however, you know, that person may not know, <laughs> you know, they may like, if, especially if something upsetting is happening or something stressful has happened, they may just like have no idea what it is they need in that moment. Um, so, but another tactic that you can take for yourself is something that Kathy Labriola refers to as meta communication. And we have a second example here that we're going to use, but I kind of want to try using it with meta communication. Okay. And that means finding a way to state or to communicate what your goal is before communicating the actual message. And, you know, this, this may seem awkward or I think it can actually be very fluid. So for instance, let's say the situation is that I come home, there's Jace. And I say to Jace, you know what? I'm feeling a little down because I got into an argument with one of my other partners today. So I could just say that. And again, Jace has no idea what it is that I'm actually looking for. So, but if I know what my goal is, I can lead with one of those goals. So for instance, if my goal is just to create intimacy or to tell a story or to create a connection, I could come to Jace and say, you know what? Like, I have this on my mind. I kind of just want to vent about it and get it out of my head. And then, you know what? Let's just go play video games. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You know, that it couldn't just be like, you know what? Let me just open up to you so you can see what's going on and understand what's going on. And then we can move past it and then I'll feel better. So maybe I can lead with that. Then Jace is clear on, okay, this is what she needs. And then we can do that. And then yay, video games. Uh Or... If my goal is I want his support or I want his acknowledgement, I could come to him and say, like, you know what? I'm having problems in another relationship. Let me tell you what's going on. And I kind of just want, like, your support and your comfort and for you mm-hmm. to tell me that, like, it's going to be okay. You know, like, just listen, let me vent and, mm-hmm. and tell me it's going to be okay. Or the last one, you know, I could come to Jason and say, what? You know what? I'm having problems in another relationship and I need your advice. Or you know what, this is a problem that's going on in my other relationship. What do you think that I should do about this? Mm -hmm. And so this requires some work on your part as the person initiating communication to think ahead of time, what is it that I actually want in sharing this? It does require a little bit of self-awareness just to think like, okay, like what is it I actually want to get from my partner? And how Mm -hmm. can I also communicate that either before or during or maybe right after I deliver the actual content of my communication. Right. This is absolutely something that you could start by saying, you know, sharing the piece of information. And then if you realize right away, like, oh, hey, this is something we've miscommunicated about before in the past, then you could add like, oh, and and like, but what I'm looking for right now is solutions. Like, I want to like fix this problem together or you know very clearly being like hey i just want support like i just want you to listen like am i okay am i an okay person like that type of question Mm. like you can catch it afterward as well um but this is where it comes in especially if you know that this topic is something that has either caused an argument before or has led to one or the other of you feeling upset or frustrated before it's, it's kind of about that. It's like, especially if you know that this is an issue is when you'll think, cause otherwise you're like, well, I'm not going to say before every single thing I say, like, Hey, I'm going to do goal number one right now. Although uh, I will say we did a lot of that <laughs> while planning this podcast and it was kind of hilarious, but we had good communication. Well, we did communicate really well <laughs> leading up to recording uh-huh. this episode. So there you go. <laughs> The proof is in the pudding, as it were. Uh-huh. Um, right. But if it's so say it's that she comes home and, and tells me about a problem, you know, an argument that she's been having with another partner. 
maybe in the past, this is something that she came to me looking for support about, and I tried to give advice, and she felt like I was meddling in her other relationship, and mm, we got into a fight yeah. about that, or that caused stress yeah. in our own relationship. Um, you know, as as people who have been polyamorous for any length of time are aware, it's a very delicate situation when you're giving advice or sharing about your other relationships, because there is mm, kind of this... Mm-hmm. this tricky line to walk of, you know, how much sharing is too much and how much do I need to respect their privacy? But also you're a great friend and supporter and you know what it's like to date me. So who better to give (laughs) me advice about someone else who's also dating me, right? Like there's, there's both sides to it. But if we know that this is something that's caused us problems in the past or, or even just that we know is a sensitive issue right now by leading with this meta communication of, here's the reason why I want to bring this to you. And now here's the thing that I'm sharing can actually mm-hmm. be hugely helpful. I know it, it, it like sounds so simple and like you might not need to do it, but we've mm-hmm. really found it to be just hugely successful when you, when you can think to do it. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I think I, mm-hmm. I realized as I was thinking about these, cause I was trying to think about like, well, I mean, what if when you're in the middle of like a really unpleasant argument, you know, and there's like back and forth, like how do these come into play? And I realize that if you're actually thinking of these goals, it may actually help pull your argument. If it's going to a bad place, if it's going into like accusations or dredging up the past or things mm-hmm. like that, that it may pull that out. Because if you realize like, oh, my goal is none of these three things from the Triforce. My goal is just to, like, make myself feel better. Or my goal is just to put my partner down. Or my goal is just to or, feel like I'm right. Or more often, yeah, to make me right and you wrong. If that's yeah, really my goal you know, and not one of these three. <laughs> yeah, I think it could be a good litmus test. Yeah, yeah, that's a great example yeah. of that. Uh, and something, too, that I wanted to bring up just because... I, I loved this quote so much. I was listening to Dr. Christopher Ryan's TED Talk today um, where he's talking about human beings being sexual omnivores. Um, and he's talking about how men and women, when it comes to sex, and I think this is true about communication and anything else, we're really not as different as our culture tends to make us believe. Um, and his quote that I really loved is he said, It's time we move beyond Mars and Venus because the truth is that men are from Africa and women are from Africa. I was just like, Mm -hmm. fuck that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like we all evolved from the same stuff. Like we're all so Uh much more similar than we are different. Um, Yes. And, and yeah, I just, I love that kind of stuff. Uh, His Ted talk is great. I'd recommend checking it out if you haven't already. Um, he's one of the authors of Sex at Dawn, which is a book that we talk about fairly often. was a pretty influential book for me when starting my poly journey. Uh, yeah. But anyway, we would like to encourage all of you to try this out. Like, a best case scenario is that you and your partner listen to this episode together, or you've both listened to it separately and talk about it and say, yeah, let's let's give it a try. Um, and even if you do like Dedeker and I did, where you almost make a joke out of it, like we talked about all sorts of stuff being like, okay, I'm going to do number one now. I want your help solving a problem. <laughs> like, 
should I get the lime sparkling water or the coconut sparkling water, right? <laughs> like just being silly about it. But it gets you in that state mm-hmm. of mind. It gets you to start thinking about even those trivial little things still are trying to achieve these goals. Well, there's also, I mean, the example that you you did where you were like, okay, I'm seeking some support from you on this. And uh-huh. I'm going to express to you that like, I'm disappointed that after we finish recording this podcast, we're not going to have time to play RimWorld together. Right. And honestly, Which is a video like, game that I'm we're s- into right now. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm so glad that you said that. Like, you just want support because I, my knee jerk would have been like, okay, how do we solve the problem? Okay, how do I make him happy? Okay, like, and then you would have been stressed like, about like, fuck, we're not going to have time. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. 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 So, right. like, even with small, insignificant things, it really helped open it up and made it so much clearer. Mm-hmm. And you can even be super meta meta about it and be like, <laughs> I'm going to share with you the purpose for sharing this thing because I want to build intimacy because we have this shared <laughs> bond of doing this. But then the actual purpose of the thing I'm going to communicate is that I want support. And then oh, now this I'm going to be a little too meta. <laughs> too like meta? now I'm now I'm confused. <laughs> no, you just you got to you got to ease us into it. That's right. like difficult mode. All right. I've I've been playing a lot of Back to the Future the game lately and so I'm thinking about like steps within steps within steps of like time oh, travel. I see. So I think my brain is just kind of in that in that place. I see. Got yeah. it. Well, I mean, when we do when we do invent time travel, then we can handle all the new complications yeah, that come that's... with romantic relationships across Decades and time zones and all those things. Oh man, poly poly yeah. era polyamory. Oh yeah, cool. Oh yeah, can you imagine? <sighs> My brain just exploded right now. Seriously, yeah. Yeah. I think we better start studying for it now, so that we can kind of give people the appropriate yeah. coaching when it comes time. You're not thinking fourth dimensionally, Marty. Uh, yeah, exactly. That was my Christopher Lloyd impression. I hope you all. Was, I mean, that that was an impression. Do you want Do you want some support, or do you want me to help you solve that problem? <laughs> I was actually was just trying just to create intimacy. intimacy. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Good, yeah, good, good. Okay, great, great. But now that I know, well, you, good. I, I feel very a... intimate. Intimate that you've been so vulnerable to share with me your terrible Christopher Lloyd impression. Wow. All right, we're gonna deal with our communication problems right now. <laughs> While you go and do the same yourselves. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, If you want to check out our website, that's multiamory.com. You can also tweet at us on Twitter, at Multiamory. You can write to us on Facebook, Multiamory. And uh, also if you join our Patreon at Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Multiamory, you can discuss things with us there and also become a patron and join our private members-only Facebook group. Um, all these are great ways to get in touch with us. We love talking with all of you. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye-bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.